right, dude. Yes. Don't get more American than that, bro. Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> You're a psycho. I just looked it up and I was staring at it. And I, I think even while we were listening to that, I just screamed out like, Omaha, Nebraska. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're oh, Americano right there, dude. Omaha. I did not see that coming. Mike, that is middle. Of America. <laughs> you don't Dude. get more. <laughs> Nobody has been flown over more than Omaha, <laughs> Nebraska, dude. Wow, man. I love that. You do not get a lot of fans out of Omaha, Nebraska. That is awesome. <laughs> but the ones you do, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what's crazy is I really thought they were like a California act. Oh, psycho, <laughs> dude. I really thought I was going to find like... Like a San Diego. Anaheim. I thought they were Anaheim. Anaheim. <laughs> I don't know why, but they just totally... Maybe came out of the Long Beach movement. What's crazy is they do... They have this weird... 311 has this crunchy, heavy metal... Not heavy metal, but, you know, rock. The You know, the grunge mixed with the... I would say almost like reggae surfer rock kind of mix. Do you know why they're so 90s and so good? Because they're just confused. That was the 90s, dude. You didn't fit into any... You didn't. We didn't even fit into our Jinkos, man. You didn't fit into nothing in the 90s, you know? You can't put me in the box, man, you know? You're right on the body. The 311 was, was, heavy, was rock, grunge, rap, right? They had the hip-hop guy coming Everything, out there. Dude. Like They did oh, the Oh, yeah, the they reggae. did some bars in the song. Yeah, dude, no. I was, like, literally going through this list of, like, songs that I was trying to figure out which one to play, and they are so fucking different. But all of them have that style. Like, like look at Amber. You know what I mean? Compared to, like, the one I just played. And the, I, I mean, it's... it's all the bands in the 90s Great were band. like that. Sublime is the exact same way. Uh, you know, I mean, the Red Hat Chili Dude, Peppers I'll never forget I played uh, Sublime. And this one chick, this was in the army, and this chick comes up to me and she goes, I never would have guessed that you listened to the blues. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was like, what? And then the next Sublime song came on, and she's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's just, that's just, I don't know what you're talking about. She like heard, I forgot what song it was, but she was literally like, I would have never guessed you like the blues. Oh was, man, well, was... Sublime or 311 and many of these bands from the 90s, they were actually within even a single song going in and out of multiple genres. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they did. Which is why people, you know, uh, ska music had its third evolution or revolution or, you know, ska was big in the 90s again. And it was, uh, (laughs) if if you listen to some of the, like, the Less Than Jake, you know, and um, Real Big Fish, they are in, in, within songs, you know, going between, like, reggae and uh rock and blues and like even real Little big jazz yeah man little... and there's like a real big fish would throw in some metal you know and like it, it was uh <clears throat> you're right on the money dude the 90s you just couldn't be contained you were gonna be everything and nothing all at once don't put me in that box bro <laughs> that's right it's for squares man the box is Am for I squares. blader yeah i rollerblade but i also play football what's up <laughs> 
And I play Counter Strike on a computer I built. You got a problem with that? <laughs> oh man, people used to be so much more diverse. I guess nowadays everyone's just I, I, a zombie. Yeah, I feel like we, dude. I literally, I always, I always say like my biggest fear is becoming a thing. And it's like you meet these guys, like, dude, the worst is at these schools. Like, I spent five minutes in this school. And I could already tell, okay, that, that's the gym teacher who he's, <laughs> yes. he's the cool guy who's the Blackhawks fan. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, you know I, I can already tell on his birthday, they get the hockey cake and everybody comes in with little fucking Blackhawks knickknacks. He's probably got them all over his desk. You know what I mean? Like you can already fucking picture it. It's like, so, oh, she's the Lindsay Lohan fan. It's like, it's like. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I think that's what I got from the 90s is I never wanted to be put in a box. I never, you, I don't know. You try to put me in that box like, oh, you're a veteran? Yeah, try to put me in that box. That's right. You know? We went to high school. It was a teacher, I remember. I can't call the name. I only had her briefly uh, for one class, but she uh, was a diehard Aerosmith fan. This is back in the <laughs> early 2000s. This is post, post Aerosmith where he did the I don't want to miss a thing. So this is kind of like, <laughs> oh, I feel like Aerosmith, yeah, not so hip at this point, right? We were kind of, as youngsters, not that into the Aerosmith because of the whole Ben Affleck uh, movie and all that. So, you know, she, she kept, uh, I remember always talking about the, the, the Aerosmith concerts and going to the Aerosmith shows. And it didn't seem that cool then. But now when I look back on it, I think it would probably have been a great time to go see Aerosmith back in early 2000. Yeah, it probably would have been. Probably was a great show. They were like 20 Uh years younger. (laughs) They're on their farewell tour now, 20 years later. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, now they got to raise their kids. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear Mick Jagger turned 80 yesterday? No, did he? Yes. It's crazy. He looks better than he did at 20. It's he looked like a he looked like a drugged out old man at twenty who was about to die. <laughs> at eighty, he looks like a brand new father. I don't know what the fuck is going oh, on. Oh, it's Andrenochrome, man. Come on, all the <laughs> celebrities are hip to the Andrenochrome scene, dude. You mix the Andrenochrome with a little bit of that Ozempic, and you just uh, shoot it into your vein. Do you think they've been like these old guys that are having kids now, like uh, Pacino and everything? Do you think they've been having kids this whole time, but they had to give it up as a sacrifice? And it's like, okay. Now you gave up your dozen, now you could keep the rest. No, I think that they used to bang chicks and nobody found out about it, so they didn't have to admit to it until, like, the internet came around. Oh, now you gotta admit you knocked up the stripper? Yeah, because the information flies so fast, and it's undeniable, and then you're like, damn it, I... You know, I think we're in the information age where, like, like, in the 70s, I feel like you could get away with... Kind of like cruising through Good towns, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they never, how does a chick get a hold of, how does a chick in Omaha, Nebraska get a hold of Robert De Niro? Oh, you know, you have to write 70s? like a million letters. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I think You're they just. You're right, dude. <laughs> just That's kinda... what he was talking about when he said, make America great again. We need to go back to the time where I can just run through town, bang a bunch of floozies. Nobody knows. So I feel like now Mick Jagger and Robert De Niro, they're just like, they have to own up to it and, you know, father the kids, unfortunately. (laughs) 
because everybody's got cell phones and they're tracking data. Like, there's no way to deny you were in one location. You know, like it, it's game oh, over. It's game over for the, for the players out there. <laughs> you have to, huh? <laughs> you gotta admit it. <laughs> and also now think about dna testing and all that stuff it's just that's what i'm thinking yeah. man back in the 70s <laughs> oh god to be a white man in the 70s so what Jesus i'm what i'm Christ. trying to say is there's probably hundreds of jagger babies out there you know but now that he's 80 he's got to fess up call. to him <laughs> that's because there's just undeniable oh, the, technology you, the british rockers <laughs> of the 70s are competing with genghis khan <laughs> I know. Like, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm, like, running through my head now, like, dude, I, why didn't I ever think about this before, actually? Like, these guys were probably just... All around the world, all dude. Around international the world. kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, Mick Jagger turned 80 the other day, and I'm pretty sure, didn't we... We just covered something <sighs> about Jagger, right? Doesn't he have, like... <laughs> He's got a wife now that's younger than his youngest daughter, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, De Niro. It's, 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 it's incredible. This 80-year-old British heroin addict is having kids. <laughs> and then the uh, world athlete, Brawny, is having heart attacks. And we're talking about how it's fucking totally normal. No, it's totally normal. <laughs> it is Don't look here. Like, De Niro's, like, 80 years old. He's there, like, pumping out, like, kids with 20-year-old chicks, man. And Bronny's having heart attacks doing basketball practice. This is crazy. Totally normal. This is crazy. That also means these celebrities didn't take the shots. We got, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe Bronny has got erectile dysfunction. <laughs> and these guys don't. Maybe it's the Cialis. <laughs> Uh, dude, it's got to be something in the water or the food or the air, or some combination, man. Like, I forgot what uh, this one comedian said. It was great. Uh, what do you say? I would. <laughs> I was a premature ejaculator until forty, and then become instead of becoming impotent, I became normal. But worked out great. <laughs> so if you're a premature ejaculator, you got something to look forward to. Wow, yeah, you'll just be able to sustain a uh, little, you know, an erection. Well, there, when all right? your when all your friends are having a hard time getting it hard, oh, you'll be normal. You'll be able to, you know, do everything. Yeah, you'll look like Mitch McConnell at the podium for 19 <laughs> seconds. Stiff as a board, baby. <laughs> Give her the old Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, yesterday I uh, had a big day here at the house. Um, you know, I came home from work, and I usually on, a, on the off days I go out for a run. But uh, they were uh, spraying the clouds as usual. It was insanity. The chemtrails were nuts. So I, uh, and I was a little upset for a moment, and then I decided, you know what? I got to finish a project here. And I had a broken toilet that I had to uh, replace. And so, uh, Mike, how many times did I call you yesterday? As I a couple times, <laughs> a couple, couple times. times. How many pictures did I send you? <laughs> it's good though. Did it yourself, man. That's all it takes. I put the toilet help. together, man. So I took a cloudy day, and I decided, you know what? I'm gonna complete this project that we were putting off. We we're gonna do it in the weekend together, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get it done. There's no way it takes that much. It took me less than an hour. 
Yeah, they're not hard to do. They are not hard to do. It's incredible how easy it is to be, you know, intimidated by a project like replacing the the toilet. We had a broken toilet and we had to replace it. I can't tell you how many times I've like told people I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna have to remove the toilet and then I'm gonna rot it from there. And they're like, You're gonna remove the toilet (laughs) and then you could put it back? Yeah, man. Like you're like, yeah, yeah, you just take it off, you put it back. And then they're like, how much is that going to cost? Are we talking thousands? And you're like, well, it's going to be about eight, nine hundred bucks. They're like, okay, okay. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Like, dude, it's two bolts and a wax ring. Well, here's what I was hose. thinking as I, you know, I, uh, I had to call uh, Mike several times. Uh, there were some parts that were a little tricky. One of them was it seemed like there was some caulk action with the base of the toilet with the tile. So I was a little bit nervous of. About wielding the razor blade knife and uh, you know slicing and dicing my way into uh, getting this toilet off the ground, but I I, I did it, and uh, you know I unscrewed the bolts, sliced and diced, pulled the toilet off the ground, and I just looked down in the hole and I thought, ah, oh, you know, it is just so easy. We are just shitting in a hole. That's what we're doing here. That's what this thing is. It's a hole. It's a sophisticated well, hole. It's a sophisticated, very sophisticated yes. Hole. But, but very sophisticated. we have built a sophisticated version of it. And I was, I stood you there. You were looking at a four inch hole that continues to be four inch for probably about 50 to 100 feet. Yes. Sloped, sloped at an eighth of an inch per foot so that you could maintain flow. It's it's more than just a hole. So I called Mike after I installed the <laughs> toilet, and I asked him, "How do I know it works? How do I know I didn't screw up?" And he, you know, tells me, "Well, you'll see water flowing immediately if you don't see that. Flush it several times. Go downstairs if you have a access point to check it out. You know, see if you see any water. But if not, you probably did all right." And so I go downstairs and I checked it out and. No water, but uh, the it was an exposed area down in the laundry room uh, zone, and I stood there, Mike, in amazement of plumbing. And I thought, wow, this <laughs> is an achievement of man, my man. This is oh, incredible yeah. stuff that we have these fantastical, complex systems on these grids. Everyone's linked up. We're funneled in, man. This is... This is a beautiful thing that we have created here. We, we should all, with the complexity of our world and all the shit going on once in a while, just take a moment, stand back, be in awe and in wonderment, and respect a little of the work that the uh, people around us have done to just make this system work, baby. It's very impressive. That's amazing. No, and you're just looking, what you're looking at is nothing. When you get, like, I didn't even know until I joined the union, when you get into high rises, So you know what's amazing is the drains are gravity fed, right? That's so, wild. You just you're saying just so, <laughs> the gravity works its way down. <laughs> so the gravity just brings your your wastewater down, right? So like if I want to put your sink in, I have to slope that pipe so that gravity will slowly bring it down, right? You oh, can't yeah. go too fast because then it'll create grooves in the pipe. So you really it's it's like a it's like a quarter of an inch or an eighth of an inch depending on the uh, size of the pipe. Right. That's right. Now the problem is, uh, if I build the first floor of this high rise, right, 
and I slope everything just perfect, and everything's attached to the wall and everything. As you add layers to the high-rise, the first floor gets, it literally shrinks. Wow. And it, shr- it shrinks to the point where if you go like 100 stories, now you don't have the pitch to drain anymore. So you have to literally like adjust for all of that. And then you get into things of water pressure. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I don't understand it, any it, of it. It's insane. Imagine I, like uh, you I ever pour like a, you ever pour like soapy water off of a uh, like a balcony or something, just any distance up, and you you know all the soap, right? You know? Oh yeah. So imagine if you ran a dishwasher on the hundred floor, and then it drained in a soapy water just drained into a, a pipe straight a hundred feet down. Soap like bubbles would come up in everybody's sink. Yeah, it's just a. <laughs> I got to say there's a sometimes in your life you experience these definitive moments where you're like I am and I have aged a bit here and I think one of those moments is where I flushed the toilet four times ran downstairs and stared at the piping like a dude on acid. I was just like wow <laughs> man. Yeah, it was incredible. So it, it I, is amazing. Good job, man. I'm really proud of you. I'm you just, know what the, pro- the problem the is? Everybody watches the YouTube video, and then as soon as it doesn't look like the video anymore, they give up. <laughs> That's right. You kept going. Yeah, man. Well, uh, humanity uh, ha- is just really capable of some incredible stuff, which is why I have a clip I have been dying to play, Mike. And I've had it on the docket for several episodes. You must know the clip that I'm talking about. I have no idea. Well, it's been on your list every episode for the last five or six episodes, and we've yet to get to it. And I am just really itching to play this one. I think it's incredibly informative, very interesting, thought-provoking, and it, it is about a guy I kind of detest. I don't like this person, <clears throat> and I'm going to play it. Bill Gates and his 17-year-old energy company, TerraPower, are planning their first cutting-edge nuclear power plant here. I'm curious why you chose Wyoming, because Wyoming is, in fact, the largest coal-producing state, so you kind of walked into the lion's den on this one. Wyoming has a lot of transmission because of the coal plant. Could they find two nerdier-sounding guys? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. You two talking, I can hear the tape in between your glasses. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh my God! Listening to both of you talk, I grab for an inhaler. <laughs> it's just Bill Gates. I mean, you can loathe him for being this, you know, maniacal weirdo who's unleashing malaria-laced mosquitoes on the populace. But like, <laughs> he he is like the ultimate Poindexter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he he defines well, the word. Well, Bill. Well, Mr. William Gates. So why why did you choose Wyoming? <laughs> Well, it's easy there, uh, Mr. Jim. Uh, it's because it's the only place we didn't release malaria mosquitoes. What 
fuck is going, dude? This is all right. Go ahead. This guy's pure evil. I uh, trust me. I my skin is crawling just knowing I've had this in the chamber. But I we've talked about this uh, quite a bit, and it's. I think it's. <laughs> I think you're gonna like it. Willing it's the to let Montana, Wyoming's the only place I could find a house that's not within 10 miles of a McDonald's. We put the mRNA in all of the french fries, and it could spread aerosol up to 10 mile radius. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine the real reason, whatever he's gonna say, I can't even imagine the real reason why he chose Wyoming. It's got to be taxes. It's pro There's probably no taxes uh, for what he's doing. You're going to solve the energy crisis in America, and you're going to go to the place with 500 people? Are you? Well, he's got a... I, right. Again, there's a reason I like the story. So right, let's go. At full speed, there's somewhat of a pro-business atmosphere. Solar and wind only work oh, the Republic. when the weather is right. But nuclear works 24 hours a day without spewing out climate-changing greenhouse gases. It could be an operation as soon as 2030, using a next-generation technology called natrium, which is the Latin word for sodium. Experts say uh, uh. sodium-cooled reactors are three times more efficient than traditional water-cooled reactors, which means significantly less nuclear waste. And Until so you run out of sodium. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how this... I, he, they're talking about advanced... But one of the reasons we use water is because of the abundance of water versus the abundance of sodium. Well, I think Not they're... Not so much of transporting and... Yeah, well, right, go ahead. What they talked about earlier is that we're using smaller fuel cells. Everything is very much more advanced. The technology for nuclear energy has advanced. That's, I think that's kind of what... I just doing. don't trust Bill Gates. Whatever he's doing, I don't like it. I believe this will lead to <laughs> some sort of nuclear holocaust. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> There would be nuclear mosquitoes flying down oh, right. the Colorado well, as long River. As, this ends with us, as long as this all ends with the killing of the Jews, I'm willing to suffer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Except for those Ashkenazi Jews. Ashkenazi? Yeah, what are they called? Ashkashbegash Jews that uh, Robert... The F ones who made uh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> per decade is less than the, <laughs> the size of a, a big room. And so the, the technology for waste disposal, we've had that advance. So that shouldn't be a, a limiting factor anymore. The promise of a new plant has bulldozers at work. We'll cut down this way. As okay. out-of-town developers like David Jackson think, they're building into a boom. The first of 2,000 workers who will construct the plant are already doing site surveys. There will be 300 workers running the plant once it comes online. There's a lot of big companies coming here. There's a need for the housing, so we jumped right into the market and it was kind of first come, that's who's going to win the game. Today's plant workers may also win by getting new jobs, says Roger Holt, manager at the coal plant, and Mark Thatcher, a retired coal miner. You know, this is a new design nuclear reactor, but it's still is going to end up generating steam, turning a steam turbine. You can have a lot of the same equipment that we use right now to generate power, so a lot of what we do will be transferable. Does this mean Kimmer is going to have jobs for 50 years? Yeah, the thing is, is if you've got 300 primary jobs, it allows gas stations, grocery stores, motels, everything else to, to, to be. All right, nuclear energy coming to America, man. Yeah, we'll see. All right, okay. I th Bill, Bill Gates <laughs> has let me down in every aspect.
Well, anything he's ever done. It's Bill Gates. You know what's going to happen to this nuclear facility. It's going to get a virus. <laughs> Everybody knows this facility is going to get a virus. Uh, if I know anything about Bill Gates, the Chinese will own it in five years. <laughs> and then he's going to have to collaborate with Tony Fauci to create some sort of you know, hybrid beagle mosquito torture environment. <laughs> Right, you get the mosquitoes to torture the beagles. No, 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 Billy, Billy, it's not that the virus didn't kill the beagles. I want them to kill it slowly. <laughs> it's too efficient, too fast. No fun in it. I want to see the torture. <laughs> All right, well, I was dying to get that one in. So I'm glad you, uh, you know, indulged me on that. Thank you. No, it was great. I thought it was, it was interesting. <clears throat> We've been proponents of bringing in the nuclear energy, but you are correct, sir. Whenever Bill Gates is involved, I have to think that you're going to do something to destroy human lives on some level. Oh, yeah, I don't dude. trust it at all. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're going to have plutonium fries at McDonald's. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? He found a way to get rid of the nuclear waste. You know? <laughs> I just do not trust him uh, whatsoever, but that's okay. We're going to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I'm ready, man. Go for it. <laughs> I, oh, I got nothing to say. Oh, right, man, because I was going to say that <clears throat> let's not talk about advanced energy sources or anything interesting, right? We got to be distracted, man. And what's the greatest distraction uh... of all, Mike? Come on. Actually. I don't know. What do you have for me? Wait, what do you Because I have a clip on us being wrong about the distraction. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, give it to me, man. Because we have been totally wrong. See, me, we've always thought that Trump was the, like, the indictments of Trump was the distraction. Yeah, I mean, I don't even pay attention to Trump. Well, Frank, that's because they've been distracting you. <laughs> Are you ready to be told how to think by, uh, some, oh my some god. Really dumb, some yes. really dumb women? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. What bribery scheme? Yes. <laughs> what? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, it's always, it's so different every day. I mean, you know, they're either freaking out about Barbie or they're upset about, you know. What is uh, this Barbie freak out? Budweiser beer and just Bud and Light. Just Bud Light. Bud Light, okay. Now, we don't right, that's right. You don't want out. the wrong thing to get out. Yeah. But I mean, what, what, what is, what is really happening here? I mean, well, how much mean? punishment does Biden need because he wants? And they lost. Well, that's the problem. I, yeah. They keep seeing these indictments coming down from Trump, and they're like, "Hamana, hamana, what are we going to do? Let's turn it around and make it about him, about Biden instead. Take your eyes off of Trump, even though he's a criminal, and put your eyes on this guy instead." Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, Frank? What, dude? I love <laughs> these cackling hens. They are my absolute favorite. I keep seeing these indictments coming down day after day, and I hamana, hamana. Did you not just hear what the fuck you said, bitch? <laughs> Those are the distractions. Every time there's news about Hunter, Trump gets indicted. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, what is... I don't know. I don't think you people realize what the distraction is. That's funny. That, dude, you and I are on very similar trains, except that I, I ignored the Trump stuff so much 
And I'm glad that you still pay attention to what is being no, focused on No, it's on just on if you side. listen to any left-wing media, it is all they talk about. It's all they talk. Go look at Pod Save America. They have not come out with a fucking title for an episode that did not involve Trump. That's so crazy. In, in at man. least two months. It must be boring to talk about. No, it's very, it's very, un, it's not entertaining. A lot of times when I listen to these podcasts and stuff, I forget I'm listening to them. Well, here's I'm like the, just ignoring them doing my job. Trump, to be totally honest, is kind of like Biden. He's not very clippable unless he's engaging reporters. Yeah, but the problem with them is they talk nonstop. About okay, what I did, what I didn't get out of this, I don't know if it was in here. Part of the clip of the view thing was so funny, is because they were uh, Whoopi. I think it was before Whoopi goes. She does this whole like act thing where she's like, I don't know. They got Hunter for what? I I uh, maybe some tax thing or was it the gun <laughs> thing? It's it's like I don't even know. In the meantime, you got Donald Trump on thirty four indictments. You got him on thirty seven indictments. And George, it's like whoa, bitch. You know how many fucking, in, you know what I mean? You know how, you know how many charges in each indictment and where <laughs> they are for this guy. Do you not see what the distraction is? You know what's funny is when you step outside of it and you decide I'm not going <clears> to <throat> focus on that energy and then you dip back in, the circus around Trump is complete nonsense at this point like how many indictments how many impeachments when are did he get arrested how many times where and you know it's so much that it's just all of it just to give him a title like literally now all of you are playing the game and they literally every single one of them introduces trump as and the former president twice impeached three times indicted (laughs) all right dude i mean fuck it really seems like you guys are just indicting him so that you could say he was indicted and why don't they use my favorite phrase which i think we should all aspire to in our life which is the disgraced former president <laughs> yes, man. I love uh, when they use well, he, disgraced. It's the best, dude. It means that you were once at the top of the mountain. Yeah, but he was impeached. He wasn't found guilty, though. I know. I'm just uh they no won't charges. even they won't even give him the respect of disgraced former president. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. Uh, uh, see, I think it's just because he's still great. I think when you get the disgrace, there's some there's some respect behind that, right? Well, like, there's at least an acknowledgement that you were great. There's an acknowledgement of success. Yes, you were once great, so now you're disgraced. So they refuse Good to call. use disgraced ex or former president. Good call. Right? Good they're, call. They're, they're dishing out a heavy A-Rod, disrespect. disgraced major league pitcher. This yeah. was great. They <laughs> beat the shit out of a couple of women. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, Aaron but... Rodgers, disgraced. He was a great quarterback, and then he voted for Trump. I don't know. That... <laughs> Refused the vaccine and took some mushrooms. <laughs> Aaron Aaron Rodgers, no joke. Aaron Rodgers was here in Denver about a month ago for a uh, magic mushroom convention where, from the rumors on the street, people I know that were there at the convention. Allegedly. The word on the, yeah, just allegedly. The magic mushrooms, because you cannot sell them legally, were being handed out, and everybody was just having 
a great time at this convention. I bet. Because you can legally share your mushrooms, you just can't sell them, right? Oh, that's amazing. So uh, everyone was having a good time, and Aaron Rodgers was a speaker at this convention for the mushrooms. And this was right after Aaron Rodgers refused for weeks to tell people what his plans were in the offseason, whether or not he's going to stay with the Packers <laughs> or, or go with another team. And then he he kept saying, well, I'm going to go on this three-day blackout retreat where I just disappear in, like, a cave home and, you know, don't <laughs> don't do anything. The guy probably clearly went on an ayahuasca trip, you know, like. Oh, yeah. The guy loves yeah. tripping. He's another, all the COVID, the quote-unquote, like, vaccine deniers, these guys are doing Drugs. They do drugs. They have fun. That's why you should listen to them when they're like, no, I don't want to put that in my body. Yeah, Joe Rogan, Aaron Rodgers, you ever hear them talk? They're kind of like real-sounding dudes, guys you would probably hang out with and you know talk about the weird stuff going on around you. you know, they don't seem so crazy when you hear them chat it out. Uh, ain't no Sanjay Gupta. <laughs> That's right, dude. Well... Uh, great call on this, the distraction, Mike. I had another one that I was shocked as a conspiracy fanatic. Old school, baby. You know I love the good ones. You know my favorite current one, that we got the Project Blue Beam coming our way. They're going to fake uh, an alien invasion. Oh, I and knew you would love I this one. I was blown away by the obsessive coverage <laughs> of this alien press conference that they did uh man i gotta say i cannot stress more that the fake (laughs) alien invasion is coming dude they are just priming us for it two days ago there's like very reputable current employees of the irs testifying that the current president of the united states is one of the most corrupt politicians in american history right crickets media doesn't even want to cover this lunatic comes out and says they recovered alien bodies in a fucking spacecraft, and it is fucking front page news. It is on every left wing podcast. Yes, Joy man. Behar. Here's your distraction, baby. Thank you, dude. This is why I'm a. I, look, <laughs> as a conspiracy tin foil hat nut job theorist, man, would I love some juicy alien info. Come on, baby, I'm all about it, but this just ain't it. And they are clearly pulling a fast one. And man, day by day, it seems like new COVID doesn't really fly. Nobody's buying the climate nonsense. (laughs) They just got one last ace up their sleeve, baby. It's the fake alien invasion. Come on, man. Dude, literally, like, uh, okay, turns out Hunter Biden's uh, laptop is true. Uh, CIA just released, they do have evidence of UAPs that they weren't able to identify. (laughs) Turns out Hunter Biden was taking money from all of these countries. Oh my god! The Air Force has these videos! It's a (laughs) (laughs) tic-tac! It just gets more and more extreme. Now it's like, okay, we have phone calls, we have verifiable evidence that Joe Biden took money from these foreign entities. We found alien bodies! Yes! <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> you guys can't just keep amping it up. Well, they got one last play, and I mean this. To all our listeners out there, when the aliens arrive, it is fake. 
It is technology beyond our grasp of understanding, but it is technology our government has. It is holographic. It is something you can interact with. I'm telling you, they are going to fake an alien invasion. They are priming us for it. They primed us for it 20 years ago with a movie called Independence Day. And we've had a, a lot of other entertainment that has geared us up for this uh, coming event. And check the it out. The slap was actually the first domino that set <laughs> Wow! Oh my, oh my god! Yes, dude! Wow! It really was the slap heard around the world One because, has... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm telling you right now, they are getting us ready for the fake alien invasion. And if you want proof, just watch your local, or I'm sorry, just watch the regular national news. Tonight, the UFO hearing on Capitol Hill today. Oh, sorry, folks. Make Dang. sure you got the breath mints. Right. Man, I would have brushed Please. my teeth if like Dave was coming. I hope Man, you combed your hair. Real quick. <laughs> Comb the, my hair. Get the wax job done. Make sure you're looking good. Teeth whitened. Uh, okay, <laughs> Where's my aqua de jo? <laughs> Tonight, the UFO hearing on Capitol Hill today. Former Air Force Intelligence Officer David Grush appearing before House lawmakers testifying about what he claims is a decades-old government program. <laughs> this is even making world and... news. Like, this is I so know. Stupid. It's so fake. This is so it's stupid. So... Uh, this is a script. God. They are reading a script. We are watching a, a Hollywood movie play out, and you know why it seems so phony? There's a writer strike going on. That's oh, right. You forgot. <laughs> you forgot. We got to remind oh, you. Dude, that was my question. That was the whole reason I, cl- I clipped the view. Why are they not on strike? Did, did Whoopi admit she's not an actress? Well, is the the view? I don't know. Does the view Come have writers? On. I think the view doesn't have writers. I'm pretty sure that whoever produces the show has a bulletin board behind the cameras and with giant bullet points. It it just has you know the the four main topics and then the guest that comes out. And then oh, they, I thought uh, it just said Democrats good, Republicans <laughs> bad. Yeah, well, it has the topics, and it's all just Trump, yeah. Trump, DeSantis, Trump, you know? <laughs> and then they interview Tom Hanks, right? Trump bad, Trump really bad, Trump Hitler, DeSantis <laughs> Hitler Jr. That's all the cue card says. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just cackle like hens for an hour, right? <laughs> all of them competing for airtime. No, no, but you're acting like human. Right? Yeah, so, you don't need you guys are technically actors. <laughs> you don't need a. You guys are acting like humans with original <laughs> thoughts. So uh, I assume you're, you know, you're still an actor, right? You, you don't need writers for that, man. It's, you know, <laughs> they're not acting either, right? They're just, they're just idiots on TV. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Joy Behar. The, uh, I guess. I guess you're right. Who are they? They're irrelevant otherwise, so they got to cut a check. So, yeah, they're But, there. like, uh, you know, like Bill Maher not even doing the pot. Like, a lot of these guys aren't. It's, like, out of solidarity, right? You're supposed to be in solidarity with yeah, your but segment. Dude, here. you're talking about good people who are millionaires. People who have a lot of money and uh, people of product out there that is constantly bringing in residuals for them already outside of the streaming service stuff that they're striking over so in reality they're just enjoying a long vacation man is it really hard to feel bad for these celebrities
Uh, but you know the guys on the bottom. Even though I don't feel bad for it. dude, go try rotting a sewer. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of jobs. I literally out there. climb in and out of manholes. Like, I, I, dude, yes, the other man. day I left my fucking pants on the floor by accident. <laughs> I took a shower. So gross. It happens every. If I leave my pants on the floor, if I don't go and just put them in a bucket of water and soap, uh, <clears throat> I go grab them the next morning. There's ants all over them. Uh it's because it's like if especially if I go do like that that day I did a Chinese restaurant and then I left my and then I left my pants on the ground and it was fucking just like all these ants, dude. <laughs> so then I had to fucking spray my pants. I had to spray the whole fucking bathroom that I couldn't breathe while I was brushing my fucking teeth because I got raid everywhere. I had to throw my clothes in the wall. That's so stupid. Yeah, and you want me to feel bad for you because you only get $300 for being an extra in the scene? <laughs> you got a fucking free sandwich? You know what I would give for a free sandwich? Yeah, go get a real job. Go be an electrician or a plumber or a carpenter. Like, let's uh, do something productive for the economy. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, which is why... Which is why, folks, the ultimate distraction. We You can tell right away with... Welcome to Tangent with Mike and uh. Frank. Uh, we're hanging out talking aliens. Government program to recover and re-engineer crashed alien spacecraft, claiming that the U.S. is in possession of alien bodies. Biologics came with some of these recoveries, yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. The Pentagon has previously denied similar accusations. Lawmakers on both sides tonight calling for more investigation. That's it. That's right. I got a quick clip because I don't care that much because this is all bullshit. It's all so bullshit stupid. and it's meant to be Biologics? Part of a what does that even yeah, fucking mean? Dude? Oh, what does that mean? Did you find a body or did you find a fingerprint? Like, what do you Mike, mean biologics? Did you hear how many times they said biologics? Do you know what they just did? Catch up on the wall. Catch up on the wall. Catch up on no, the wall. That, that was, what is your definition of is? Bio, <laughs> biologics? Who says biologics, man? Get out of here. I don't think here. that's really a word. No, that's what I'm saying. They just catch up on the wall, uh, the, the society here. And you know what? We're going to be hearing... Uh, uh, this was, no, this was no mentor. This was nothing. No, you know what this was? This was just an asshole who didn't want to perjure himself. No, I'm, Did you find bodies? Uh, uh, I found biologics. Yeah, I've been seeing biologics now everywhere because of it. I was reading in all the articles today, and all I could think of is this biologics seems to be quite top of mind with a lot of these reporters. <laughs> no, no, this is just stupid. Yeah, it's a huge... Biologics? It's a huge no, no. distraction, folks, from what, from what could possibly be happening that they just they don't want you to be talking about. Good the evening, and thank you for joining oh. us on this Wednesday night. I'm James Brown in for Nora. Yeah, that's right. James Brown. Yeah. James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the singer? Oh. <laughs> I don't have a good James Brown, but, you know, <laughs> I can only do Michael Jackson. <laughs> I think James Brown was, get on top. Right? That's oh, James Brown. Yeah, he was that guy. Like, oh. You know, you know, he's doing the. He's always yelling. I don't know. That's, <laughs> I'm, trying to think of the, I'm trying to think of the famous James Brown song. I can't. I like this uh, James Brown. He does football usually, and you could tell times are tough. And 
there's strapped for anchors over at CBS because they brought in the sports guy, James Brown, who usually does NFL Sundays. He's, he's there doing, he's literally filling in. That's why I love this. I The whole reason I love this Hunter clip is because James Brown is there. I'm not kidding. And so I only clipped the beginning of it. It's just James Brown laying it down for us. Uh, the godfather of soul, funk soul. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> James oh, Brown. This was a video show because the way he is dressed. That's right. All right, so that's who James, James Brown is. All right, we will now officially be kicked off YouTube. Uh, excellent. <laughs> we haven't already. So you know, the- this man feels good. So James Brown, he's he's feeling good. Yeah. All right, so uh, we got James Brown laying it down for us on the Hunter plea deal, which they wanted to you know make sure you didn't really talk about with your family. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. I'm James Brown in for Nora. Yeah! We begin tonight with a stunning collapse. Feels good and he knew that he would. Between Hunter Biden and the Department of Justice. The federal judge overseeing the case. Like, how do you not say that, dude? After raising I'm James Brown and I'm feeling good like I knew that I would. He's now on to Hunter Biden. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. He's had to be James Brown his whole life. He's probably heard it all. It's like I just watched Office Space again the other day. Uh, <laughs> With Michael Bolton. The Michael dude. Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> you can just call me Mike. <laughs> that's right. You think he goes by Jim in the office? That's Jim Brown, actually. Oh, no, that's worse. There's a Jim Brown out there also. <laughs> that's the football player, that's right? That's right, dude. Actually, on the show, um, you know, when you watch uh, the Sunday program on CBS there, he typically goes by jb a lot of the the anchors there they call him jb Smart move yeah Smart jb move. i like that that's very it's smooth too that's kind of a something only the godfather of soul would probably pull off so smooth right do you know what i would have gone by if i was him i would have just gone by brownie because you know why and brownie you're doing a heck of a job <laughs> my brownie <laughs> then george bush will remember you <laughs> all right so we got james brown laying it down feeling good and he's telling us about hunter biden and the department of justice the federal judge overseeing the case put the deal on hold after raising concerns about the scope of the agreement forcing the president's son to plead not guilty to two misdemeanor tax crimes prosecutors and defense attorneys must now get together and provide the judge with additional information prior to her deciding whether to approve. Today's court hearing follows a five-year federal investigation led by a Donald Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. Republicans blasted the original plea as a slap on the wrist and accused the Department of Justice of interfering in the investigation. Yeah. The, The funniest part about today was all of MSNBC, CNN, all of these guys, NBC, all of their fans spent the first hour of the morning being like, what plea deal? <laughs> <laughs> because you guys literally did not mention anything about Hunter Biden or the plea deal until it fell apart. And now you're like, holy shit, this might blow up in Biden's face. We need to talk about it. 
there, there kind of seems like there was a lot of wheeling and dealing between the big guy, a.k.a. Joe Biden, <laughs> and his son, Hunter, who was, you know, perusing the whorehouses of China and Russia and Ukraine and banging spies. You know what I love, though, is, like, the whole time there was the plea deal, the left-wing media, every, every five seconds, they were like, and this is a Trump-appointed judge. This was a Trump-appointed judge, and even she agrees with the deal. It's a Trump-appointed judge. She doesn't see any problem with the deal. And now it's like she didn't like the deal. <laughs> oh, that's a Trump-appointed judge. <laughs> that's right, man. <laughs> Obviously, she was Trump-appointed, man. Like, why are they the greatest when they agree with you, and then it's the worst scum of the earth when they don't, you know? Man, oh, there's so much evidence out there with Hunter just being such a freaking scumbag, and I get it, we're getting him on the taxes and the guns, but like, wow, the crack. The... No, 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 did you hear why the deal fell through? There's more evidence of worse crimes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so the whole reason the judge did not go through with this is because this would have given him am amnesty for all the money he took from all these other foreign countries. Wow. Oh, that was the man. whole that was the whole thing is that his lawyers were trying to pretend like they believe he was going to be immune from further charges. What this is is now it's on the table. No, no. This is just you. So I really believe the left, the DOJ, everybody was trying to just use this, sweep it under the rug, and then we don't have to talk about Hunter and Joey. That's right. It was obvious from the start. And then the judge just pretty much said, no, no, no. This is your taxes and your gun charge. All that other money laundering, fucking taking money from foreign agents and everything, that's still up for debate. That's still uh, being invested. Yes, it's, it's a whole separate story. That's crazy, though, right? So that means I think we might actually. You know what, man? I, I know it's, it's really hard to say, but I hate the fact that the Republicans don't get any credit. And I got to tell you why. McCarthy even said when, uh, who was that, Boebert did the impeachment? That's right. Man. So Joe Biden has not been impeached formally. They, she opened up an inquiry, whatever. But I do have to applaud the Republicans. The left already opened Pandora's box. They impeached Trump for two bullshit, like nobody even knows why. It was so stupid. That's and that right. gives these guys all, all <clears throat> there's no reason for them to not impeach Biden, right? Yeah. And they're, say, and they're saying, no, we're going to wait until there's actually, actually evidence and there's actually something that is impeachable. And I got to give them credit for holding that line. You know what I mean? For sure. You're being the bigger... They don't get credit for being the bigger man in the room. And I like how they're going after Hunter because there's so much evidence. It's so insane what this guy was a part of. And as they dig into yeah. that, when you go down that rabbit hole, that's undoubtedly leading to Joe Biden himself. So I don't think he'll go down, but I think Merrick Garland will. Because Merrick Garland lied to Congress for Joe. Yeah, there was some shady stuff going on. Absolutely. And I... I agree with you. I think they're going to definitely pursue that angle, but they're not done with Hunter. It's not going to stop no. at the guns. Uh, I agree. I think the taxes and the guns were just kind of um, the beginning, you know, and now they're going to, you know, you know the, the gun's going to get him because Joe, dude, they're already questioning Joe Biden about it. Like, dude, you have gone so hardcore on guns 
and like locking people up who violate gun charges, you know? Yes. And crack. It's like, man. And crack. Yeah. You Joe, were so hard on crack. Joe Biden dude. was so hard on crack. And Hunter Biden, if there's anything he loves more than whores from China, Russia, and Ukraine, it's crack cocaine. He <laughs> loves he loves weighing out and filming himself naked w- with crack cocaine. He loves it. And you're just gonna give him a slap on the wrist. Yes. While you lock up the rest of America for that shit. Well, Mike, we have so many more important things going on, man, and I'm going to squeeze it in because I freaking love this uh, story. I was trying to squeeze one in. Oh, you, what do you got? What do you got? No, no, what do you got? No, no, do yours. it, do it. No, no, what's yours? No, yours is going to be better. I know it. Uh, I don't know if we got enough time for mine. All right, you're going to like this one then. I hope you have a glass of water handy. The U.S. Federal Reserve voted Wednesday to raise interest rates by another quarter percent, taking the cost of borrowing to its highest level in over 20 years. It's the 11th such rate increase in less than a year and a half. In a letter to Fed Chair Jerome Powell, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts called the Fed's moves needless rate increases that threaten the economy and noted the unemployment rate among black workers rose sharply last month to 6 percent. Warren added, quote, extensive research shows that black workers are usually among the first to lose their jobs when the labor market falters. Accordingly, sharp increases in black unemployment can be a strong predictor of an impending recession. Like, how is that not racist? How is that not racist? It was a quickie. Come on, I told you. How's that, I know, but how's that not racist? We, we can't raise the rate. All these blackies are going to lose their jobs. They can't, like, what? I love it. I love it so much, though. It's only, only black people are affected by this, like, Dude, you guys are being so racist. Well, listen, this is going to affect the lowest of our uh, lowest of our society. The blacks. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's insane how they get away with that. How do you get away with that? <laughs> that's all I got. I wanted the to Fed talk hike about is there. racist. Yeah, this Fed racist. rate hike is racist. It's, it's racist. Like, it's going to affect black people disproportionately. Uh, yeah. It's racist, man. It's racist, dude. It's always racist. You, Elizabeth Warren, who literally wrote a whole paper about how we we should just print as much money as we want. It doesn't matter. This, that was literally her, that's her economic beliefs right now. I just, uh, dude, we're three years in, dude. This is Joe Biden's economy. So you're saying then Joe Biden's economy is racist. Frank, he inherited it from Donald Trump. <laughs> I love this clip. You understand? Like Elizabeth Warren out there's out there. She's saying that the Democrats are racist. Their policies are racist. We are three years into Democrat policies, folks. If you're claiming what's happening now with anything in our uh, government is racist, it's because the Democrats are racist. Did you hear? Did you hear Jean, Jean, Jean Pierre? Jean Jean Pierre? Ha ha! Wee wee! Baguette! Ha ha! Frank, the economy's doing the best it's done in three years. That's how long you've been in charge, bitch! <laughs> this is just the best you have done! <laughs> no, man. It's so amazing to, to just see... Uh, it's just a collapse, dude, because... It's like, it's like I take over your store and sales plummet. Lowest they've ever been, right? And then this month, I had the best month since I took over the store. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Frank, you can't fire me? It was my best month. Just uh, what's crazy to me is we're in this 
you know, clearly we're in the situation where clearly the cities are in decay. America is struggling. We don't, the banks could be just a total fraud and house of cards that is uh, moments away from collapse. You yeah, know, break nations. We got to do something here, but we're not moving forward, man. And, you know, we're just stale. We're stagnant. And what we well, need. Well, Frank, we don't want to move forward. We're building from the middle out and the bottom up. That, well, yes, exactly. <laughs> and the only way to move forward, Mike, is with Andrew Yang, man. Oh, Yang Gang, come on, bro. Everybody forgets about moving forward with the Yang Gang. The Yang Gang. Yang Gang uh, got real quiet after it became apparent that when you institute things like universal basic income, the economy kind of just goes into the toilet. A toilet that I uh, was able to replace in under an hour, folks. I just want to throw that out well, there. One like, call they back. Fell, they, they fell victim to Einstein's theory. They moved forward too fast and actually ended up behind us. That's why we <laughs> left. That's, that's how we ended up leaving him in the past. You know, oh, that, man. We got to get back, Marty. <laughs> It's the Chinese. We gotta do something about Yang. <laughs> oh man, I never trusted that Yang fella. You know the Yang gang. Mm. Hard know. to read the eyes. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, we're bad. gonna have to cut was, that in post. There's two eye jokes in one episode. Production crew. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Well, at least we're not talking about the calves of Guatemalans. Or uh, no, what is oh, that's it? true. And I made it this whole month without making fun of a retard or disabled. <laughs> Is it Ableist Month? When is the Ableist Month? Man, we... we no, no, we're the Ableist. This is the retard and the handicap. <laughs> <laughs>